This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where me and Reed talk about kinks and fetishes. Ooh. Oh. And I should have said Reed and I. It's Reed and I. Grammar police, uh, excuse me, miss. Uh, it's only because I was hounded for it when I was a kid. You know, it's like when it's when when a lesson gets stuck in your mind and you just can't help but say it. It's like when I when I go and stay with my uncle in America. Whenever he's like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna check the route and like route. It's fucking route, fam. <laughs> Please. Yeah, it's not oregano. It's oregano. <laughs> it's oregano. I can't, and I like it's it's a really annoying trait because it must be just so frustrating for him. Yeah, it's probably just like but shut the every fuck up, single like, time. Please. I'm just like, this is the right way of saying it, dude. <laughs> I die. You're British. You were born in England, right? We're such cunts. <laughs> You're not an American. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle actually might listen to this. So hi, mm. hey Anki. <laughs> we might be seeing you at some point. I'm going to stay at your house. Actually, no, we might be getting an Airbnb somewhere else, so we can have yeah. some fun. <laughs> Not you and your uncle, like no. I mean, me and my uncle. Oh my god! It is a Friday morning. This has turned into some fucked up incest shit. Like, right? Let's let's continue. What oh are we talking god, about let's, today? Um... Well, you need to introduce yourself. I oh, mean, yeah, I tried I should to do my that. name in earlier, but it might no. have been edited out, so... I'll talk over you. No! <laughs> uh, I'm Reed, <laughs> And I'm Florence. I'm really excited to catch up and talk about kinks and fetishes, though, because that's one of our favourite, favourite... Favourite subjects. subjects of all fucking time. It's like, I could talk yeah. about kinks and fetishes until I die. And I will, probably, until I die. Yeah, yeah, you will be like yeah, little old Grandma Reed. She'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> back in the day, I, I really, really enjoyed. As you know, I still enjoy exactly. non-consensual sex. Yeah. Mm, non-consensual, yes. non-consensual sex. Tie me up, whip me, <laughs> but be careful because my skin is very brittle these days. Brittle? Oh, <laughs> I'm like sad for poor little old me in the future." <laughs> Oh, I can't oh, wait. No. I'm still going to be knee deep in the fetish scene. I imagine it'll be like, I'll be like there with my like silver hair, but also like, like fucking oh, covered yeah. in leathers, Sexy. latex. Gilf. Yeah, man. <laughs> Grandma, mm. I would fuck. That, that golden pussy. All right. That okay. Golden pussy. That definitely would be silver. <laughs> I mean, gold as in like, you know, like. Oh no, that's Gilmore golden Girls. Years. I was thinking like Gil- Golden Girls. I don't know. Maybe the I'm just thinking about girls piss. Are, oh, people. Yeah, you're probably just thinking about piss as per usual. Actually. Yeah, standard. Yeah, it's really standard. I saw this great <laughs> Instagram post that was like, "Oh, me, uh, 2003, being like, ew, squirt is pee," and I'm like, "Pee is better than any other fluid. This is great." <laughs> I want to get into that like a bit later because I I don't really know about your wee fetish, but well, it's a um, wee kink. Actually, no, kink. maybe it's a fetish. So really? like, we, it's actually a thing. Potentially, we, yeah. I'm still trying to, to figure do a little out. Catch up first. Like, yeah, I think I think we shall, and then we'll go into what the difference between a kink and a fetish is because that I've only just fucking learned that and that blew yeah, my mind. And I have fetishes really, and kinks. Yeah, 
But people want to know what we've been up to. They do, they do, Florence. What, I'm what sure you been... they really don't, but... <laughs> they really don't. Uh, They're like, bullshit, up? we don't care. Yeah, we're going to tell you anyway. You're going to fucking listen, take yeah, it. Yeah, you're going to fucking listen. You're going to fucking take it. <laughs> take it. Take it in your ear. Take it in that information. <sighs> I've just been away, actually. I've just been out on a little, like, mini break, a little holiday. Very and nice. I went to... Oh, my God. I've been wanting to go to Soho Farmhouse for the longest time. It's supposed to be the and nicest one. Yeah, I got to go with my friend because she had some credits on her Soho House membership. So we stayed in like, um, we stayed two nights there and oh my days. Is it good? That place is stunning. It's just so amazing. It was so amazing. And it was like that little like break that I didn't really know that I needed, but I definitely oh, needed. Yeah, for sure. Like you, you don't realise you get burnt out, especially when you're running your own business, when you're your own yeah. like self-employed person. And because you're just like, you work all the time. It's like 24 fucking seven. You don't yeah. get time to switch off. And then we've done it before where we get like really aggy or like angry at the work or uh, disinterested. You don't know why. And yeah. It's just literally burnout from your own work and you burnout. need to take that time time away yeah. it doesn't just make it doesn't work just putting your phone down for an evening you need to like actually go away and switch off and get out of that environment and we yeah, don't we can't do that at the moment no we can't it's hard it's mm-hmm. really hard but as soon as i got there and it was like the birds chirping like i couldn't hear any traffic like it oh my god i was like wow this peace this tranquility mm. so sorely needed but it was it was good. It was very non-sexual. Nothing sexual happened. I went with my one of my really good friends, my good girlfriends, and um, I. It was a kind of annoying because I'd just come off my period, so I was like oh, really fucking horny. Shit. So like, were you sharing before, a room? Yeah, oh, we were sharing fuck. like the biggest bed though. It was like the biggest bed that it felt like you weren't even in the same place as someone else. <laughs> I love those. It was beds. crazy. <laughs> It was massive. It was so good. Um, But yeah, so, but weirdly, um, I actually kind of enjoyed the break from my boyfriend for like a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because it was, it was, yeah, it was just, it was, it's weird. Like, it was just nice to not like, like think about like talking to him and seeing him. Not that I like, obviously I really enjoy being with him and talking to him and all that, but it's so nice just to have a little break so that you can like come back and be like, oh my God, I really missed you. Yeah, uh, we don't have the opportunity to miss each other. You know, like, what is mm. it? What's the term? Something makes the heart grow fonder. Time. Separation. What's that fucking saying? Why have I like... Yeah, what is that saying? Drawn a blank. What is that? Distance makes the... Christina, help us, please absence absence all right yeah we're back on we're back (laughs) christina pops in pops out again immediately um absence (laughs) makes a heart grow fonder and we just we don't have that especially if you live with your partner then you just don't have that opportunity to get that break you really fucking need just to be like oh my god it's like and give appreciate what you have and also appreciate the time you have with your friends away from that yeah need that oh my god like there weren't really any like hot guys to look at or anything at the resort place so i'm like back home being like my boo is so much better than everyone that i saw there which is really Mm -hmm. nice the gratitude very nice (laughs) i'm so grateful (laughs) so grateful grateful. yeah i guess actually we didn't we didn't really touch on the fact that my relationship went from like being a labelless relationship to a like a actual 
boyfriend girlfriend situation it kind yeah, of just buddy. merged Woo. into it because one day he was on the phone to his mate and um he was just like oh yeah yeah no i'm just hanging out with my girlfriend tonight and i looked at him i was like you're wait what are we yeah. saying this time? excuse me <laughs> say that again you're you're go- <laughs> i'm so happy for you as well because i know that this is something that that you've wanted and well, it's, it's one of those weird things where I've been like, you know what? I'm cool with not having labels. And I yeah. always have been very cool about it. And then as soon as it like happened, I was like, oh my God, I have a boyfriend. This is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, very, very cute. cute. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Do you want to know? I've just figured something out. Yeah. I've just, I'm really excited about this. I was talking about pansexuality this week because uh, I'm... Mm pansexual and i've had a lot of like identity crises throughout going back and forth from like am i pan am i bi or am i just like fake and i'm actually just straight because all i want to do is fuck guys and i've figured out that i am romantically attracted to women but sexually attracted to men and i don't know what that is i'm sure that's got a label for it um interesting but it it really helped me define who I was and this leads on to the episode like the reason why I know for a fact that I am pansexual was because my fetishes and thinking about somebody doing that act to me regardless of their gender makes me know for a fact that I am pansexual rather than being like but I I haven't slept with all of the genders you know like uh, and that also fucks me up as well I've only really slept with men a couple of women here and there but mainly men imposter syndrome really and i think a lot of uh, people that are pansexual bisexual really struggle with that because yeah it's just like wait what but if i only sleep with this gender or like but i'm i am attracted to them right and then you have this like whole battle in your head it's like yeah who am i really am i just a straight person (laughs) yeah i felt like a bad pan like a bad bi i was like you've been with men all your life you've only fucked men you only dream and fantasize about men i'm like am i even pan though like who am i it's wild how we go through those things where yeah it just it something small can really throw you off or something really small can just completely validate you um yeah and sexuality is your own it's not for anybody else to comment on and for anybody else to tell you what sexuality you Mm. are they can speculate and they can give you their opinion but at the end of the day it's for you and you make the rules and you can you can decide what you are Uh, sexuality you have to label yourself no you don't have to label yourself you can be like completely fluid yeah labels are only there for people who want that sense of community or who 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 feel better feeling finding like-minded people yeah you know feel proud about it but jesus like you can be fluid you can be queer you can be um so like there's just so many other options now it doesn't have to be so binary so thank god for that exactly (laughs) yay yeah that's hot (laughs) last friday i was like i had like a friday night alone and it was one of those nights where i was just like wait why don't i have anything to do on a friday night and i was like where are all my friends at why have i not been invited out like (laughs) what is going on why is it always up to me to like initiate things and i'm sitting there on my own like watching too hot to handle like drinking wine being like oh my god i hate too hot to handle like what the fuck is this about like (laughs) why why are these why why, like all these body like dysmorphia like all of those crazy like 
expectations that like these stupid like reality tv shows put on there and then like (laughs) just being like i'm so lonely so i organized a night of my girls this evening and but now i'm just like all i want to do is get laid (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to spend night with my girls fuck that shit (laughs) oh shit also okay just because you mentioned girls, um, I, I I'm going to talk about this on a podcast episode or something, Instagram or YouTube. But I'm I'm yeah. stepping into a new relationship at the moment, a new friendship um, with someone called Jamie. And if at some point we'll we'll he'll come on here and probably, probably talk get, about this because he has the Let's oh. Talk About Sex podcast. The Let's Talk About Let's Sex podcast. Talk about Jamie. Sex Jamie. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. Um, and yeah, so like, just it's really interesting. Like, I'm going into like a new relationship, which is like, it's not a relationship. It's like a a platonic friendship where we fancy each other and want to fuck each other, but we're not going to. It's so that interesting. Very confusing. Very confusing. Very complicated. I can't. But it's so wait fascinating. To get him on here and grill him about it with you. Gr- grill I'm gonna be him. like. I'm going to be like the Oprah and you're going to be like the two people on the sofa. Like we're, we're, we really fancy each other, but we're not going to fuck. And I'm going to be like, yeah, you are. <laughs> I swear to God, everyone I talk to is like, yeah, you're going to fuck. It's like, well, maybe in the future, but also stop predicting yeah. our futures. Like allow us. <laughs> you're like, please, <laughs> please <laughs> let us do it in our own time. Yeah. It's, it's great. Whatever he, happens will happen. He, he's so good at communicating and he's really like he has a therapist i have a therapist so we're just talking about everything so deeply mm. and it's it's fascinating wow. i'm learning so much about myself and we're really like hitting our fears and our traumas and our phobias right on the on the, like you know on the head with this and it's complicated yeah. but it's fascinating like we're both it's it's just it's just i can't it's like a new friendship that I've never explored before. Yeah. So cool, man. I'm, I don't know. I'm really happy today. So I'm tired, but I'm happy. Yeah, I've, I've, I, feel, I feel great too, but just like overwhelmed off work now. I've come yeah, back you just come back. You need like a holiday after the holiday to... This is the thing. I was like, I really should have taken Friday off as well. Mm-hmm. Oops. But you know, I love being here. I love being on the podcast. Love so it. Not complaining. We've got like a full it. filming day. We've got film crew coming. It's going to be fucking great, man. <laughs> anyway anyway what do we give a fuck about today kinks and fetishes we always do this we always like catch up for like the whole episode and then we like slide something in at the end um yeah i don't know how long we've been recording for she actually i think i can like lead on with almost like something that happened to me recently Mm -hmm. which i was freaked out about and it's (gasps) happened to you before reed as well oh shit so i have like i have um this always shocks people. I don't think it's that shocking. But I like have a really like I have a lactation fetish. Yeah, so, baby. Not fetish, kink, kink. It's kink. a kink. Mm-hmm. Um, because wait, what's the difference between a fetish and a kink? A kink is something that you <laughs> are into, but you don't need it to get off, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, there are loads of different definitions because there isn't that much research into it. But my mm. definition of of what a kink is, it kink is is an uncommon turn on that like you might be into for a time or a phase um there might be something that like you you're really into like obsess about but it's not something that you like need and always go back to a fetish on the other hand is something mm. that comes about from childhood generally comes from experience trauma from um 
just like something happening that like awakens something in you and and it's it's the thing that will always get you off and a lot of people who have a fetish try and repress it and ignore it and hide it there's a lot of shame and embarrassment Um, and I've felt all of those things all the way through my life and it's only until recently I've just like yeah I'm gonna fucking own my tickling fetish my bondage Mm -hmm. fetish my potential foot fetish Um, it doesn't always come about from childhood you can suddenly discover that oh my god I'm really into this you have to think about it with like porn is there something in porn that you always search for that you always look for that you always go back to and it has to be uncommon Uh, generally speaking a fetish is something that's non-sexual so it could be a fetish for denim it could be a fetish Mm. for feet um again fetish for tickling not sexual but it is very sexual to me there's there's a lot there's a lot to unpack and it's so interesting unpacking it all um and so a kink's like a little bit less deep basically yeah it's less deep you're into it like it turns you on but it's not the thing that you search for on porn like every single time you wank yeah but you might you know you might go through a phase and you're just like oh my god like i really am into like i don't know uh spanking oh i love spanking and you can still have a fetish for spanking but spanking would have come from like yeah younger something that you're obsessed about that you almost base your whole sex around otherwise you're left feeling really unset like unsatisfied um and it can really be complicated in relationships if you have a fetish. Like mm. I'm definitely, it, it's it's the thing that I it's masturbate over um, all the time. If I'm having sex and I'm trying to concentrate and come, like that's the thing I think about. It's mm. yeah, really really interesting. I love it all. Yeah, for me, I don't have a fetish. I don't think, um, but I definitely have kinks. So like the lactation thing, like kind of like the BDSM kind of restraint kind of things. They're all kinks for me yeah. because I can take them or leave them. Um, Like they really turn me on sometimes. And sometimes I'm just like, I just want to have like basic sex, basic vanilla sex. (laughs) Which there's nothing wrong with. I laugh just because of the I love vanilla sex. Yeah, vanilla sex is is just as equal as kinky sex. We have to remember that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I feel like like fucking amazing people like are into vanilla get such a bad rep and i feel really bad as well like in the dating game on my dating profile um if they're like oh yeah like i'm up for anything and i'm like i'm sorry that's just not what i'm looking for like up for any i want someone who who can share the same thought processes with like a kink or a fetish and a fetish is deeper which is I'm so lucky I found my online community because I felt so fucking alone. Like nobody yeah. was going to feel the same way as me. And there's different levels with fetishes as well. There's some people that are into tickling and then there's some people that are specifically into like mummification and tickling or um, mm. like extreme tickling, like pushing the boundary. There's just so many different types. There's so many different subcategories, which I'm learning about. And I found yeah. my people. They live over in America, but like we're voice noting constantly and it's so lovely. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. That's so really, cool. Really fucking cool. I love them. Shout out to you guys. You're amazing. <laughs> so back to the like, lactation thing. Oh yeah. It's only oh, like yeah. I was just like coming up with this because I did not know that this was a thing, and mm-hmm. I think this we we didn't know this was a thing when it happened to you either. And like, thank God it happened to you first, because I would have been fucking <laughs> freaking out. Thank God. And you motherfucker, you made me feel so shit for me lactating. I, I was like, dude. <laughs> Allow it, man. Reed sent me a picture of her nipple with like a drip of white liquid coming out, and I was like, "The <laughs> fuck is there's that? Some, there's something wrong with you, man. You, you're <laughs> ill. Like, you need to go to the doctor <laughs> immediately." 
I actually was. I was like, Reed, you need that. You need to see a doctor immediately. Because uh, I was, you know what? No one ever talks about this sort of stuff. So how are no. we supposed to know that this how- actually happened? Like sex education. So sometimes your nipples might leak. And that can also happen if you're a child and if you're a man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's so it's a, I, a normal condition. It happens to a lot of people. Yeah, it was just before my period. And mm-hmm. I was like, I swear my top's like a little bit damp. Like what? What's going on there? <laughs> and um. And my period was also late, so I was a bit fr- freaky deaky. Oh, um, fuck. Went into the bathroom and I was like, I was at my friend's house actually. And I was just like, I just squeezed. Did it I come out? I squeezed my boob a bit and like a little bit of like yeah. white liquid came out. Right, And I was right. like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But, um. You milked so yourself. I, I milked I was, myself. It was hot. I put it on fucking OnlyFans. Did you? I didn't take a pic because... I was just too in the moment of being freaked out because I was yeah. like, oh my God, does this mean I'm pregnant? Like, That's what the immediate the thought. Because, fuck? Yeah, like you think like pregnancy, obviously kids, obviously yeah. milk, but apparently yeah. like it's, it, most of the time it has nothing to do with pregnancy. Um, no. When I, I did spoke a pregnancy my, test, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just in case, you know. Whew. Um, yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it's, what was it that you said? You don't start lactating until like, what is it? Six months in? Have I just, someone said, someone said oh. a time. Yeah, the lactation wouldn't, you wouldn't be lactating at the beginning of pregnancy anyway. Absolutely like, not. When you just like first month, you know, no. it just wouldn't happen. So when I spoke to my doctor, um, she did ask me a bunch of questions. She was actually amazing. But she also asked, have you been stimulating your nipples a lot recently? And I was like, well, yeah, that's basically what I do every time I masturbate or have sex. Like I am yes. a massive nipple stimulator. And same yeah. with you, Florence. So I think mm-hmm. the nipple stimulation is just awakening our lactating glands. And they're like, oh, had something's, something's going a on. A lot. I swear I had a lot of nipple play. Like the mm-hmm. weekend, I think maybe like four nights in a row. Oh, it was just like oh. constant nipple play. And obviously, I super enjoy nipple play. One, because it feels fucking amazing. But two, because of my lactation kink. Yeah, and buddy. Like, when it's happening, I might be imagining that there might be something coming out. It might be drinking something from me. Um, oh, I love it. I guess I, it's one of those things where I like feel... I had one partner at the beginning of last year who was really into it as well. And we really experimented with it and I like, pushed it to its like limits really. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of figured out like I have, I, I'm like into it. I'm into the whole idea of like someone drinking from me. Um, the guy that I was seeing was into the whole like mummy role play. Yeah, and so cool. I was like, you know what? I'm into lactation play, so let me let me like try this role play. I'll give it a go. Um, and like we even got like oat milk and like I love of, it oat milk as I was, well. I was, I'm like, dying. Oat milk <laughs> dripping it around my nipple, and like he was like licking it all up, and like. But the whole role play aspect of it, like I figured out, wasn't really like what I was into. Mm-hmm, like I didn't really, fine. like I didn't really enjoy doing the whole like oh like. I don't know, hungry baby or whatever. Like, yeah, suck my teeth. Yeah, like, no shame on people that are into that. It just wasn't for me. Um, and I think 
it's a good to talk about that there are levels though to all these things because like just because you're into lactation play doesn't mean that you're like into the whole thing but it's yeah. good to also experiment with it like and then find out if you're really into it or not there's so many different avenues like what i like about lactation play is like i like the idea of someone being strung up like cattle like a cow and milked non-consensually and like I their, used to have that. their milk coming out and like being drunk yeah. and like i fucking love that shit I Hot. yeah that that I am um, definitely masturbating. Yeah, that little that. grin like mm, yes, like, yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh, or you yeah, are yeah. as like a fucking oh I was gonna say sow but that's a female pig. <laughs> I mean you can milk a female. You can milk you any can. female you, basically. Yeah, basically yeah. I mean we've just <laughs> proven that you can milk us when we're not even preggers. So nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh my god. I did like you know it's it's one of those things though that not everyone is going to be into that um and it's one of those things i'm glad that it's a kink for me and not a fetish because i think it will be quite rare to find people that are super super into it but actually the reason that i figured out why i liked it was from that show on netflix called working mums yeah it's a whole like scene in it Love. where she's got like these like big bursting like tits and she's just had a baby and then she's also like having an affair with like a younger man and like he's just like well you know like I'll just relieve you of that. And he like starts drinking from her. And I was like, into it. Oh my God. Down. Why am I so turned on? Mm -hmm. That was like the first time I was just like, wow, that's a, that's a thing. That's a thing. Oh, it's a thing now. Oh, fuck. That's a thing. (laughs) I love shit shit like that though. And you're like, (gasps) it's almost like, yeah, when you're just like, oh my God, that's, that's another thing to add to the pile that's going to turn me on. Okay. But that's so cool. You want like a big long lit. I love, I fucking love it. Or yeah. sometimes you're just like, not another thing, please, not one more no, wank please, over no. this. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I fucking love it though. I yeah. really do. I do really so love it. cool. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about kings and fetishes and going off from yeah. milky, milky titties. Do you have any other kinks, fetishes? Just like the BDSM stuff, Mm -hmm. which is just like, I definitely am into like, I don't know if I would say that I'm into non-consensual consensual, but I've definitely had like fantasies about it. Yeah. I think I would like to explore it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, just to to clarify, I think you're like non-consensual consensual, consensual, (laughs) which changes the whole meaning. (laughs) Non-consensual. Yeah. So consensual, non-consensual for people is, uh, and this might be a trigger word, but basically is like role-playing that you don't want it yeah if that makes sense um and we're trying to change that i used to say the r word a lot r-a-p-e but that's very triggering for a lot of people and of course it isn't that word because that is non-consensual that's something we do not condone so um i recently was told to change that term up to ravishment fantasy which makes like i i I was fascinated by I keep saying fascinated. I'm a fascinated oh, person that. today, right? Ravishment. It's kind of like like medieval times. Like it's the idea of like somebody wanting you so bad that even if you say no, they can't help themselves. And that's again a fantasy. It is not real. <laughs> it is, it is, it is only acceptable when you have clear communication with somebody. Mm-hmm. When you talk about it in depth before, during, and after. At checking in, you know, you're reading their signs. It's a lot of like making sure that they're okay and again in that situation the person who is being ravished will ultimately have the control because as soon as she says stop oh yeah 100 percent, stop um uh as i say she i'm sorry i'm gendering this as, sh- as soon as they say stop um but of course if you like pushing those boundaries like the people i've met on 
are on who, who I'm voice noting across the seas, they like pushing yeah. it beyond those boundaries, but they have a very good communication system. This is only acceptable for people who fucking know what they're doing and know how to communicate. Yeah. Um, but Ravishment Fancy, it's really cool. I love the idea of that, of like uh, that medieval times, just being like fucking like clothes ripped off and just like taken. Mm. Yeah, and it's such a common um, fancy and kink. Um, And I think because it is one of those really taboo things and it's something that obviously we're not supposed to want, but like that's where a lot of kinks come from. It's just like things that are the most taboo. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh fuck, that's so fucking filthy and dirty and like I need it in my life. Uh, Especially a fetish because most of these fetishes come from childhood, from upbringing, from how your parents behaved. I'm, I'm talking about so say you're into ravishment fantasy mm. maybe your parents didn't give you the physical love that you were you were hoping for um maybe you didn't get hugged enough um, and this is like again speculation i'm not a professional but this is what i've been working through with my therapist um yeah. and so the idea of like physical touch is very sexual because i never really got it never really got hugs um yeah <laughs> fucking sad violin in the background <laughs> Um, and so the idea that somebody wants you that much that they can't keep their hands off you that's very very tactile again it's the same with tickling that's very very touch focused it's touching you specifically and then that with involuntary reactions and um pleasure that you can't control it just feeds into a lot of stuff a lot of like psyche stuff which um, i used to be afraid about exploring because i was so scared about figuring out that like you know daddy issues and like my dad didn't hug me enough and like uh like oh this time with this person like wasn't great and so all this kind of stuff yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and it all builds up but like I'm not afraid of it anymore because the more I learn about it the more I realise that's not something to be ashamed of or embarrassed about we go through yes. shit we have we have stuff we, we all have done it together we've all got you know parent issues we've all been bullied at school like I'm fucking really into being bullied as well be- probably because I was bullied at because school because you were bullied yeah like I love that shit I love being humiliated I like degradation I like having the piss taken out of me to the point where I like I'm embarrassed and shy and i can't handle it anymore that's a fucking turn on um even though it's yeah. something that i would never want to wish on somebody um but mm-hmm. it's also it's just it's all fast i just oh there's that f word again fascinating um it's fascinating. just fascinating. Yeah. fascinating i really relate to that though because i as a child like took my way myself away from um physical touch with my family yeah um, and i was just like i don't know what even i don't know what triggered it at that point i was just like you know what i don't like cuddles with you um and then <laughs> and I've always found it like I always, I kind of find it annoying like when I see people that are friends and stuff like being able to like just cuddle and it doesn't mean anything. Cu- yeah, cuddle, but, yeah, fully cuddle for your friends. For me, every time I like I'm like in like a cuddle, like a hugs different, but like if you're like snuggling up on the sofa, right. like you're mm-hmm. all touching, for me that sort of touch is always a sexual thing. Absolutely. Even, it's all even if it's like with your partner that you're sexual with and in that moment it's not sexual but i i dedicate those those bits of intimacy for a partner only yeah um, yeah yeah I, i'm trying so really... it makes sense with the whole thing that you were saying about the ravishing for, yeah uh, kink 
Because it's like the extreme version of that, you know, like when we yeah. either, when we're younger, a situation will either cause a fetish or a phobia. I mean, that's that's a huge generalisation, but it's like such a fascinating thought. Um, yeah. And I, I feel exactly the same. Like I'm, I find it so hard to cuddle somebody who's not a non, like a who's a non-sexual partner. Yeah. And so I'm really I, trying I really hard to work I on that. I wish I could have that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my, my sister and I, there's, there was something that I read recently um, that really almost saddened me. Uh, mm. Let me just get it up. Okay, about hugging, right? So how mm. many times a day do we need a hug? And uh, healthline.com says that Virginia Satir once said, we need four hugs a day for survival eight hugs a day for maintenance and 12, 12 hugs a day for growth. Nobody gets those hugs. I, I, you know, I'm lucky if I get a hug a week. So my yeah. sister and I, like, we've, we've started, we've, after finding that out, we're like, shall we hug more? And it's, honestly, it's, it's changed everything. I feel, Aww. I feel so good. Um, and I, I, I'm trying to make an effort to hug more. With Jamie, I've talked about this. And so we're making a conscious effort to be more physical in a non-sexual way. So like heads resting on legs and like and like hugging for a bit longer than usual. And yes, I feel fucking uncomfortable. And like a tiny little tap on the shoulder or the arm will have my mind like fucking firing off. Oh my God, sexual, sexual. Oh my God, turn on. This yeah. is a big deal. When it's like, it shouldn't have to be a big deal, but, yeah. but it's because, you know, dad wasn't around and mum never hugged. And it's just learning stuff way. like that. That's yeah. so weird. So cool, right? But like learning stuff mm. about yourself, it, it can really hurt, but it's the hurt that you need to process and move through to understand. Be like, oh, that makes so yeah. much fucking sense. Even yeah. like my closest girlfriends, I can't sit there cuddling them. Like I'll, I like a little cuddle, but I'm like, okay, now we're done. Like I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. good now. Yeah, it's yeah, fascinating. Oh, fuck's yeah. sake. What? I need the fucking bleep button for that fascinating oh, word. It's the new, it's the new F word. Jesus yeah. Christ. Take a shot every time read. So it's fascinating. Yeah. Alcohol poisoning immediately. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah. So um, you, you actually, uh, I feel like we should touch upon your tickling fetish because this took you a really long time to come <laughs> out about. Like, because I mean, we've been doing Come Curious for like seven years or something now. Yeah. And... It was only until maybe like a year, maybe less than a year. since Almost um, less than a year, I would say. And yeah. it's, it's something that I've battled with. I mean, I've had it since I was like, must be like, I don't know, even younger, like young, 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 like maybe five, something like yeah. that. Um, through, through situations, because tickling happens all the time, which I do not mm. condone. I do not condone non-consensual tickling. I'll put that <laughs> out there now. I don't like it when parents do it to kids, when people do it to other people. I am not okay with that, and I think it's wrong. But I may be not okay with that. <laughs> I'm because, so anti-tickling. Uh, well, that's the thing. It's a non-consensual act, and if somebody hates it, it's not nice. It's torture, and it's not... Yeah. Uh, and it's, like, it's, it's almost like an acceptable form of, like, physical... Physical... A non-consensual touch like why why have we created this why is it okay uh, yeah I find it like a weird one because with I feel like with all my partners in the past I like guys love tickling me yeah and I've never said once that it was okay to tickle me yeah but at the same time I'm like I, I, I don't know why if I like acceptable hate it enough to like 
I don't hate it enough to be like, don't ever do this to me again. Like seriously. But you like but the like, intimacy, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. fun. You laugh and it does do good things. You know, it does release endorphins. You. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it, I mean, you can say the same about sex, but you wouldn't ever accept anybody like non-consensually fucking you. So, <sighs> um, and I get really uncomfortable when I see it. So uncomfortable, not just because it's sexual. I mean, probably mainly because it's sexual, but because like I'm just yeah. like, why are you invading their personal space? I saw a TikTok. <laughs> I watched a TikTok for once. You watched um, a TikTok? Yeah. Would you believe? And it was this of this mum who was talking about consent, and she was like, mm. she was like, um, oh, do you want to eat anymore? And the kid was like, no. And she's like, okay. Do you want to like? Uh, do you want? Uh, like she was hugging him oh do you want to hug anymore uh, or like shall we stop and they're like we can stop she's like okay and then she tickled him um like uh and then she was like do you want any more tickling and he was like no and she's like okay and i was like that is the fucking parenting that i like to see it is asking your child for consent just because you're the adult and you think you know best doesn't mean you mm. can push it and do something mm-hmm. non-consensual i just was like you're a fucking yeah. g um and again it, it rolls into consent my dad used to tickle me like way too much and i would physically like i would be like in a situation where i'm kicking like i am like being physically violent back because i was in so much like discomfort from it and that's unacceptable i don't think i don't think we should accept it i don't think it should be allowed but then again you hate it now it could have easily turned into a fetish yeah 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 it's like what what shit does i don't like hate it that i don't hate it that much it's like a weird because yeah you're right like i like the i like the intimacy that i like i kind of like the fact that people want to do it because it's like cheeky and like i don't know yeah see this is probably you know like diving in deep here this is probably why it became a fetish because i didn't receive the love from my dad that i wanted so like that intimate touch was like an extreme version of that love latching onto it um then that turns into like oh that's the kind of love that I want and therefore now I'm older I'm not gonna be able to find that from my dad I don't want that from my dad so I find it in a sexual partner or a romantic partner um Mm. I wouldn't be comfortable if a friend tickled me like I've had a lot of requests on my OnlyFans on like oh can your friend tickle you make a tickle video and I'm like I'm not comfortable with that like it's it's too sexual for me it's too much um yeah and like that's something that is yeah so it's just it again just figuring all that out and it makes me feel so so good to learn it all um and i realizing how fucking like freud really was ultimately he was a fucked up man but like a lot of his theories are very true they ring really true and a lot of people don't want to believe them or they you know they push away like oh my god no like i'm not attracted to my dad like no i don't want to fuck my mum that's not what he was saying he was saying that there are elements through the the parenting the upbringing that might equate into what your kinks what your fetishes are what you look for in another person i mean we all do it we all are attracted to people that remind us of our parents and that's not a bad thing at all it's just that they're the people that you saw and aspired to the the people that you looked up to throughout your whole childhood that you're trying so hard to please um and little little things little instances can really inform and mold your decisions around your your partners mm. in your later life especially when they become sexual yeah. and it, it shouldn't be something that's hard to talk about but it is it really is it is and i think a lot of people are just so wrapped up in this shame around what they feel yeah. mainly because of like the way that people respond or like judge you 
yes for like having those things in the first place and because people don't because we haven't you know it's like a it's like a vicious cycle really because no one's talking about it so that people it was like when you were lactating and i was like what the fuck (laughs) you okay you okay hon (laughs) um it's like that's exactly it like someone who is so um open and confident we both are and there are still things that we find hard to talk about because of the shame around them i mean yeah I, we fucking have a youtube channel a platform multimedia platform where we talk so openly about sex and like own your kinks and fetishes and i felt guilty every single fucking day for not being able to talk openly about mm. my tickling fetish like oh i'm like you know i'm i'm a fraud i'm i'm a bad person because i i i'm not I'm basically not practicing what I preach. Um, Everyone it, has to do it in their own time. Yes, and I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did because now I feel strong enough to be able to do it. Um, and, mm. you know, it takes baby steps. It's not something you can just suddenly announce on a fucking platform. It, it's something that took yeah. time where I had partners and I spoke about it with them. Speaking about yeah. it with my therapist was a massive turning point. Being able to talk to her about it and learning and understanding where it came from and understanding that I'm not weird, that I'm not a creep that yeah um even I still what I mean <laughs> well yeah like self-proclaimed <laughs> freak baby um but the more I do that the more I talk about it the more at peace I feel about it the more I can put it on my dating apps and on my profiles mm-hmm. and the more I know what I want because I'm so done with being in in relationships sexual relationships where I just can't get what I want and yeah not satisfied I want yeah. someone to want to be able to tie me up and tickle me um but yeah. that's fucking hard to find man that's fucking hard to find if you if you're a freak like me come slide in my dms or find me on fetlife at read amber x because i need to find people that i can explore this with um because yeah. it, well, i've spent 30 years of my life not being able to like fuck that man but i guess like the biggest like takeaway from this episode is mm-hmm. we need like if someone comes to you and talks to you about something that they have like a kink about or a fetish about don't react in a negative way try to just let them talk uh, like ask them questions yeah understand like where it came from and like i mean we didn't go back to like the pill pissing thing but that's like a big one for people to be like super judgmental about because yeah like it's like oh like that's so disgusting that's dirty like blah 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 that's exactly but, the you know, reason why so many people are into that yeah i've or been the with fucking... a guy that was into piss and like once i was pissing and he, he was like can i put my fingers in your oh stream my God, so good. And i was like i was like um okay <laughs> i'm so proud of you i'm so proud it's the same with the guy from love island who's just come out about feet I was like, round of applause, you're amazing, I love you. Oh, everyone's fucking rinsing him. Wow, they're calling him disgusting. Actually, a a person on Instagram that I love, that I really appreciate and respect, rinsed him. And I was like, ah, you've completely (gasps) lost my faith. Um, What? What? Rinsed him about having a foot fetish? Yeah, um, I mean, he's he's quite religious. And and he was just like, you know, like, God is watching. And I was just a bit like, oh, man, like, really? Like, just because you don't necessarily share or relate to his kinks or fetishes doesn't mean you need to shame him for it. I was like, you're an intelligent man as well. Like, I respect what you say, but you've just lost my respect. I wonder if I can find him, name and shame, because, like, I really want him on the podcast as well, because what he says is is fascinating. He probably has a foot fetish himself. Like, so many people have hidden kinks and fetishes. And, like, just 
own them you will have better sex if you just own them yeah side side man all day that like he is so good and brings up some incredible points but shaming people about sex i was like oh you've lost my vote <laughs> you literally <laughs> just shamed him yeah bring his name up bring him out it, like, but everything else he talks about is great it's just we have i mean some very different views about sex um yeah sex and and uh, even then relationships i've learned a lot about him talking about relationships and i yeah, yeah. Um, and i you know what? It's weird as well because I, I definitely feel um, like talking about the whole lactation thing like publicly, like, especially like quite a lot like on this episode. Like I feel like a bit nervous about like what people are going to say, what people are going to think. And like it's really horrible having that feeling where it's just like, oh my God, people are going to judge me and I like, think I'm disgusting or think I'm weird. Yeah, um, I reject you All for of it. these things are so normal. Yeah. Yeah, especially a foot fetish, especially like, oh my god, so, so many, many people. people are into it. Yeah, and it's it's only recently like come out in the public's eye. You know, it's like it's become. I don't want to say fashionable. I hate that word, but more people are talking about it. It's become more yeah. acceptable. You know, you're seeing it yeah. music videos and people are talking about it openly. It's on um, like celebrity twitters where they're like, yeah, write my name on the bottom of your foot. Who fucking did that? Someone did that. Mm. Um, and I was like, well, it's dude, he's just getting free since, porn. <laughs> since Pulp Fiction, isn't it? Like, yeah. Quentin yeah. Tarantino was so, wait, was it The Big Lebowski? Like, just so into his, like, feet, like, throughout the whole thing. And people were just like, you know what? Yeah, like, cool. Quentin Tarantino, he's a freak and we fucking love it. Yeah, um, I mean, it comes in waves, doesn't it? Like, we were super into, like, anal was really cool and butts, and then we've rimming. got... Yeah, yeah, rimming. Yeah, rimming. had its little time. And now, I mean, we we already see, like, fetish in... Fetish clothing in fashion. We've mm-hmm. got, like, latex and leather. Yeah, and... I guess that's the thing. Like, BDSM's very, very accepted now. Like, yeah. I think most couples would be open to trying a bit of BDSM. Um, but the things that are like more taboo are the things the dirtier it gets Mm -hmm. the like and the the more like i guess the more deep into the psyche it gets as well that's when people are just but like Mm -hmm. they're afraid of it basically it's fear yeah Yeah, it's absolutely fear especially when it's a fetish um i definitely think trying to surround your yourself with like-minded people can really help Mm. like i i'm i feel so um supported whenever I talk about my kinks and fetishes now because I have like-minded people that I have close relationships with that are accepting of what I'm into when you're surrounded by people who barely even talk about sex or you bring something up and your people laugh at it it's not you know they're not laughing at it they're they're laughing at because they don't know how to react most of the time it's not that they want to shame you they just don't know what to say or do um, yeah. find your community go online get yourself a profile on FetLife or on um the forums that that like that relate and represent your kink your fetish and talk to people so you can feel less alone and know that that there are people out there. i mean there are fucking like seven billion fucking people on this fucking planet actually it might be nine billion i can't remember there's a lot of fucking people on this fucking planet there's a lot of people and you yeah. will be able to find hundreds of people that are into exactly the same thing that you are no matter how extreme no matter how bad you think of it no matter how fucked up it is there will be mm. it's just like fucking maths right statistically speaking yeah. There were there are people out there. Also, like you know, if your partner's super into something and they open up to you about it, like what's the worst happen like thing that could happen if you try it? Yeah, I did like, that with you. Fucking with, love it. 
with my last partner i was so mm. terrified to talk to him about it it literally took me maybe two years i told him everything that i was into including like my ravishment fantasies my consensual non-consensual fantasies my yeah. extremes but not tickling and i he was even he even tickled me and I still yeah. couldn't fucking say it. I couldn't. I couldn't spell it out to him. And it wasn't until we ended that I. I said, "Yeah, you know, my tickling fetish." And I said those words, and it was a big fucking deal for me. It was like, "Oh my yeah. god, I finally like said it." And he, when I first mentioned I was really into tickling, he was like, "Oh." really like i really thought it was really bad because you didn't want to th- this is this is cool it's amazing like thanks for telling yeah. me and i was like you are great you are great but i still even then couldn't couldn't spell it out for him it was still something yeah. that was just a bit of fun um yeah so yeah it, it most of the time you'll build up something so big in your head and it's taking those baby steps to talk to people to mention it to mm. drop it in to say hypotheticals how would you feel if um what do you think about and mm-hmm gauge their reaction and talk about it if, yeah. if you get rejected or shut down immediately go back to it later um, yeah it's not to say that and also it's because they probably have like the shame and the stigma like worked up in themselves and that's why they're reacting in that way yeah so like obviously their immediate reaction is going to be like oh what the fuck like i don't really know what to do ew like yeah. i can't <laughs> um but the more you have the conversation and the more that they are close to you, the more they will understand and like actually want to maybe experiment with what you're really into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like you said, sometimes it's about finding the right people to be mm-hmm. in a relationship with. If it's, if it's a fetish, especially. Yeah. Um, this is why I'm gravitating like, to like really open. Got gravitating to like fetish clubs because a yeah. sex club is great but i know i'm not going to really find like-minded people there necessarily a fetish club i yeah. know i'm going to find like-minded people or people who are like oh i'm not into that but i'm into this so i, I understand mm. i get you yeah and if your partner isn't into it is there another way that you can like explore your kink or your fetish it depends like, on what it is ending the relationship yeah it really depends on what it is but um maybe there's some kind of rule that you can set up like for example with a tickling fetish um how would you feel if i went off and was tickled by somebody else and it wasn't it like we didn't have sex it was just that um yeah. would you feel comfortable with it most people might not but at least mm. you're sort of creating your own boundaries and trying to figure out ways is it okay if i watch porn of it are you okay with that yeah um and then of course if if you're getting to a point where it's something that you are lacking, that you are needing in your life, that you're not getting, which can make you really sad, very depressed, mm-hmm. very down, feeling unsatisfied, unloved, uncared for in the right in the way that you want. Um, then it, you need to have a think about your relationship if it's something that you can't get from that, and that goes for like not just fetishes or kinks. If there is something lacking in your relationship that you that you can't get, have conversations about it or think about what to do if you don't get it communication is like the best thing ever and like don't ever be scared to talk about it and just literally just be like like say exactly how you feel like oh you know i feel like a bit hurt by the fact that you didn't react to this in like the right kind of way and like it's making me feel really bad about myself and then just Mm -hmm. like you know then then from there they can be like you know they'll say whatever they want to say but at least you're opening up that conversation and being really honest with each other yeah you need to move towards the things that make you feel uncomfortable so that we can grow that's that's the be all and end all gotta gotta push yourself and take those risks and prove Mm -hmm. to yourself that it's not as bad as your your mind is made up yeah 
Well, I hope you enjoyed that really uh, crazy episode, Kinks and Fetishes. It's like one of our <laughs> favourite things to talk about. <laughs> I, I was literally just about to say one of our favourite subjects. <laughs> but now we have our porno story. Ooh. Mm. Ba-dow, ba-dow, Pump Wait, what? That is like very unsexy. I die. Okay, okay, okay. Just to remind you of what has happened in our porn film so far. Oh yeah, but basically, if you if you don't know, we're writing a porno with you guys, hey. and you have been helping us with a little game of consequences. What happens next in the porn film? And so far, we have had two parts, and we are just about to read out the third part um but i'll just remind you of the story so far mm-hmm. so at the moment i'm home alone and suddenly there was a massive knock at the door and reed was standing outside the door she's my landlady mm-hmm. and she looked very very angry mm, and then i say you've been shagging my husband behind my back in that exact oh voice <laughs> this is so eastenders <laughs> I love the drama. <laughs> the um, drama. And we left it up to you to decide what happens next. So we had some incredible entries in. Thank you for everyone who wrote in to us. Yes. Oh, my God. We had um, very long, detailed... <laughs> like, whoa. We have some serious, like, fanfic artists on our hands yeah, we here. we really do. I want to publish them. <laughs> Oh. They were actually, they were so good, but we can't read out the really long ones, which is a real shame mm-hmm. because obviously you guys put so much effort into them, but we can't, oh, that'll be a whole podcast episode if, yeah. we, wrote, if we read your whole porno story. Um, so we've chosen one that was like a good length and something that we really liked to continue the story. Mm. <clears throat> Reed says, I can't believe you could both do this to me. <laughs> in brackets it's like reed's husband appears next to her at the door to the flat so i guess maybe he just like poof appears poof. or he like he's like running after you like Wallafar, don't do this <laughs> anyway florence looks at them both imagining them naked wait wow. am i still looking through the people i guess i'm still looking through the people yeah we don't know if the door's open yet have i opened the door who knows um, Florence looks on the both, imagining them both naked, drawn towards the ample bead of sweat dripping down the breast of the landlady and to her husband's cock. Wow, I mean, like, that's a lot of detail you can see through a fucking keyhole. Like, right? spinal thing. <laughs> is, I, my immediate reaction is, is your husband standing next to you naked? Or like, yeah, on the, <laughs> out, on the outside of... My yeah nice I'm, I'm literally imagining your flat now actually it's probably yeah. doable they, he, he probably could be there naked but I mean yeah might get some stairs there isn't that many traffic foot traffic around my, my door um, so the next bit is fond memories of the hot session the night before flash to mind Ooh, oh me, so you're fantasising about your husband. my husband <gasps> oh yeah I mean we've been banging so that's scandalous and she could feel drawn into the scenario. I was mem- mesmerized, mesmerized by last night's happenings. So, like, he's naked outside. You're looking through the little, like, spy hole. Yeah. There was still, like, we're, we're, this is what we're imagining. <laughs> Wait, maybe not, because the next bit is like, she walked towards them both. So maybe I've opened the door. Well, maybe you could open the door right now. Oh, yeah, that's okay. So I'm opening the door, like, mm, hello. Mm. And wait, am I still angry? 
Yeah, you're angry. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. You must be angry still. Like, there hasn't been any change of scene here. Angry landlady. Also, like, where's my rent? <laughs> where's my rent? And why have you been shagging my husband? Yeah, that's the most important thing. I forgot about the husband shagging. Like, yeah. where's my rent, bitch? <laughs> uh, she walked towards them both, took their hands, and let each of them slip a strap on her... A strap, a strap on... Oh, fuck. I jumped the gun there. I was like, strap on? <laughs> uh, slip a strap of her dress down till it hit the floor. So wow. we are undressing you outside your door now. <laughs> wow, this is some, like, public exhibitionism and stuff this going on. really changed. It really changed um, from your mood f- being super angry at me. Suddenly your husband's there with you. And now we're all, like, about to embark on this magical threesome yeah well we don't know what's gonna happen next like you know your dress is off i could still be mad maybe i took both of your hands and like moved my straps off my dress without your consent but maybe Uh, maybe i'm there angrily looking at you but still (laughs) checking you out naked who knows (laughs) (laughs) or maybe you want to fuck me up yeah oh mate you want to fuck me up? You're in for it. <laughs> I'm just a little bit confused by this by this um, scenario now. But anyway, whatever's happening, we're now just about to embark on a magical threesome. Oh, well, well, hold up now. It still might not be a magical threesome. Don't put thoughts into our audience's heads. We don't know what might happen. Okay, so I'm just standing naked in front of you both, basically. Yeah. Anything, That's I mean, where we're at. That's where knows? we're at. We could go into a flat and there's already an orgy kicking off. We could like, I don't know. I mean, I was was peacefully scrolling through Instagram on my sofa. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But like, (laughs) no one mentioned that there might have been an orgy going on around you. Casual orgy. No, no, yeah, there might have been a casual orgy. You never know. (laughs) We could, could, I don't know, suddenly bump into fucking someone famous and they invite us to a party. (laughs) We could... End but up we fighting. Are, we could end up fighting, naked wrestling on the floor. Yeah, mud bath. What's it called? Like when mud wrestling, na- jello wrestling. Oh my, imagine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fill up my bath, get in the jelly. Perfect. <laughs> Slip around. Uh, and it also doesn't have to be re- realistic. It could be a completely imaginative. Like maybe but- we all just suddenly fly. And <laughs> we're we'll just fly it. We're flying around. This is definitely going to get Actually, made. I was going to say. The money for CGI. Um, yeah. <laughs> How are we going to do that? Okay, maybe more realistic. So, but we're actually going to have to change up the way that we're doing this, guys, because you guys are writing us in the longest story. So we thought, we thought, how are we going to get more people involved and how are we going to get this um, story happening in the smoothest way possible? So we thought maybe instead of you writing in your whole next section and writing like us, like a whole book... <laughs> <laughs> a novel it's cute um, we appreciate but, but we love it um but it doesn't work for the podcast so what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask you whether you want scenario a or scenario b so scenario a another man is sat in florence's apartment scandalous <gasps> my god two Two. Two. I'm so fucking greedy. <laughs> or scenario B, Reed has her own secret to tell Florence. Ooh. 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 <laughs> and of course, these are just two options. So if you pick one or the other and, and write to us, you can write a little, little, 
little paragraph. Shush it up a little bit. <laughs> a little, Add your a own little, spice. Little, a little pa- small, <laughs> little paragraph. Imagine like um, what you'd put on the size of what you'd put on your dating profile yeah. or on a post on Instagram. It's like the game of consequences when you're writing it down on a piece of paper and you write literally like a line. It's like a sentence. And then you fold it over and then the next person writes a line and then you fold it over. Like imagine that you're writing it on a piece of paper. That's it. That's yeah. not what I was reading. All right. Well, we hope, we <laughs> hope that this has been fun. <laughs> anyway, we're going to put it up on Instagram so you can get involved there or um, email us in at fksgiven at comcurious.co.uk. Hey. hey. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we hope you're enjoying this porn story. It's been quite bizarre. And this actually reading some of them and them being about me and Reed is quite trippy. It's funny. Quite it, trippy. I mean, it's going to happen. It's just going to happen. There was one where your husband was called Rupert and um oh hello Rupert. <laughs> Rupert why do I have a fucking husband in this situation like <laughs> what god knows I'm like the, the, the one the, person this, that doesn't want to get married this and, and another one that you came stormed into my house started looking around accidentally attached yourself with my handcuffs to my bed Wait, accidentally accident, accidentally oh, <laughs> and then um there was a bit of a secret about me webcamming and you'd been watching me in private, but you wanted oh. to also kick me out of the, oh. the apartment. But it was a bit of a weird situation. And then I was ending up basically dominating you. Oh, shit. I was like, I was like fuck, whoa. I've never seen myself in this light before, so it was interesting. <laughs> Did you dominate? Did I get fully owned? I mean, it kind of cut off at that um. moment, like where the sex happened or the domination happened because it doesn't have to be sex. But yeah, it was interesting. Really yeah, interesting. really interesting. Like seeing the sick so, little twisted minds of our curious your fuckers. Twisted minds, <laughs> curious fuckers. I love. Well, thank you so much for your entries and keep them coming. Can't wait to read them. Yeah. Thanks for listening, curious fuckers. Mm. We'll see you next Thursday. Well, you'll hear us next Thursday. Actually, maybe not. You might see us if you're on YouTube. Nice. Exactly. See you next. You know what it is? It's all about cunts, isn't it? Yeah, I forget every single time. It's a cunt thing. <laughs> it's a cunt. It's just a cunt thing. It's a cunt thing too. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> bye, cunts. <laughs> Crowd Network. A place where you belong.